Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Jeremy Goodwin. Today we're having a conversation in light of the one-year anniversary of the duck boat tragedy near Branson, Missouri. 17 people lost their lives on July 19th last summer when one of the popular tourist boats sank on Table Rock Lake not far from Branson, a busy family vacation destination. Joining us by phone is Branson Mayor Ed Akers, who was elected earlier this year. Also calling in is Branson Fire Chief Ted Martin. Uh, gentlemen, thanks so much for calling in today. Thank you. Good afternoon. Yeah. Mayor Akers, it, it's been a year now since the tragedy. How are folks in Branson doing with this? Are, are people still talking about it? Yes, it's on our minds. Obviously, uh, the 19th was a tough day for many people in the community that were directly involved. Uh, uh, Ted has firsthand information in regard to that. It uh, was an awareness that uh, the community had and, uh, and, and interviewed uh, several times from different play- parts of the state and locally uh, in regard to the incident. And so it's well on our minds. Mm. And this was a concession called Ride the Ducks, run by Ripley Entertainment. For folks who aren't familiar, could you just explain what a, what a duck boat is and what kind of presence it's had in the Branson area over the year? You want that from, from the mayor? Mr. Mayor, if you don't mind. Yeah. Yes. Duck boat came out of uh, World War II uh, from a standpoint of landing on beachfronts. And uh, the original design of duck boats was to uh, lay down uh, the front and the troops would come off. And then they were uh, redesigned and, and uh, for uh, commercial use and have been used across the country at different duck boat operations. Uh, uh, the ride and my grandson. Uh, ninth birthday, uh, our whole family went on the duck boat, uh, and they splashed down into Table Rock Lake, and uh, we had a, a grand time uh, going around an island and coming back and celebrating his birthday. Uh, but the duck boat operation is not new and have been around for a long, long time. Decades, right? This is a multi-generational kind of experience around there. Yes. Yeah. Fire um, Chief Martin, uh, Taylor Rock Lake is outside the immediate jurisdiction of your department, but I do believe you responded to the scene on that day. Is that right? I did. The uh, actual incident happened in Stone County, which is on the west side of Branson, and and uh, some of the immediate assets for the rescue also came from Taney County, from the Fire Protection District, the two ambulance districts that serve the area, and all. Uh, the reason why I was on the lake is I do own a, a personal boat uh, a staged near the fire boat, for the county, and that was offered as uh, a resource, not needed. However, uh, I did come across uh, one of the victims with some state park employees and a volunteer firefighter in the county and and uh, helped work with that victim that was brought remotely away from the scene. Uh, he was uh, later transported back to the staging area uh, up by the showboat Branson Bell. And then uh, right after that incident, I was instructed to uh, open a victim uh, and family reception area uh, which we did at our city hall. Uh, we opened the facility up, and prior to anybody arriving, we had 17 uh, professionals, whether they be pastors or or uh, counselors, uh, in the building ready to uh, uh, greet the families and, and victims as they arrived to be uh, counseled and supported. We were also able to uh, provide up-to-date information about the incident and where families have been taken to the hospital, for example. Uh, and then uh, we opened up our emergency operations center at the fire station for the investigative teams for the Missouri State Harbor Patrol and the Water Division, the Coast Guard, the National Transportation Safety Board, and several other federal agencies that came in to 
to assist with the, with the investigation. Mm. Now, Chief Martin, obviously first responders are trained to deal with these kinds of situations, but they're still people. Uh, they're acting professional in the moment, but they're still seeing these sights, they're hearing these sounds. Uh, the people you've worked with, um, how have they been dealing with this a year later? Well, we were able to, to provide some resources through the International Association of Firefighters for uh, peer counseling, also some for some uh, professional counselors are brought in for the uh, paramedics, the deputies, the law enforcement folks, the, the firefighters that work the incident, the divers, uh, just because it was a it was truly a, a large loss of life and a large profile incident, and it involved children to the the older age as well, and yet the most important part is those who are customers, who are people uh, that we serve in our community, so they know the value of that and uh, who we want to protect and take care of. Mayor Akers, you were elected in April. Did this come up during your campaign? No, just discussion. Uh, uh, originally, there was a lot of uh, uh, talk about trying to do something, a memorial or a, uh, uh, some kind of uh, presentation in regard to the duck uh, tragedy. And I think the community kind of prevailed, said, let's uh, let's settle down and, and do a little recovery and do a little... Uh, uh, understanding that this is really a tragic event that we can't just jump and do something, and so uh, it kind of uh, it, it stopped and, and looked to the future to uh, see what might be done, and, and I think that's how the community accepted this. It, it give us time to grieve, give us time to understand, and those who are involved to have a chance to recover. Mm, but with 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 a mind on preventing this sort of thing in the future, are there reforms somewhere that, that need to be made? Mr. Uh, I'm not sure if you've read any of the uh, uh, information that's uh, that's come out. It's still in litigation. Uh, uh, there are still lawsuits taking place, and until all that happens, until all the uh, uh, settlements are there, I don't think the community will be ready to uh, look at some kind of memorial. But at that point in time, I think we'll know when. Mary Akers, how has this affected the the tourist economy in and around Branson? You know, uh, there are lots of things that affect the tourist economy and uh, all the flooding around the uh, St. Louis area and, and central Missouri area and northwest Arkansas have all af- affected uh, uh, people coming here because they're dealing with their own circumstances. To be able to pinpoint anything directly that this may have had an uh, effect uh, tourism-wise, uh, I don't think there's any way we can figure that out. Uh, I, I do. Well, you, you talk that, to folks that, who are who are business business people in the community. I mean, is is there a sense that there's somewhat of a of a pall that might that might be hanging over the air at least this first season after? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think any have looked to that event and say uh, that's causing an issue. Obviously, the ducks no longer operating, so that business obviously uh, isn't doing anything. But uh, overall, the nation is a four percent down on tourism travel. So. Uh, there are just a lot of factors that go into it. But the one specific event I don't think we could point to and say, well, people didn't come because of that duck incident. Yeah. That's what you're asking. Yeah. Ch- Chief just Martin. Just a quick follow-up, if I might. I'll go right ahead. Uh, uh, Mayor Akers is right on with that. And, and to be able to share that it, it is one particular business in our community of many attractions, golf courses, shopping, uh, all the family entertainment that we have here. And, and the, the Ride the Ducks made the decision to – to stay closed this year, but yet they reinvested, uh, realizing that they owned a prime piece of par- I'm sorry, prime piece of property on Highway 76, and they reinvested and reinvented, if you will, their building, their duck uh, building, 
to uh, do some attractions for families again that were in, involve a laser tag and a candy store and and an outdoor uh, maze just to say that we're here and we are a, a worldwide company of uh, Ripley's Entertainment and uh, we want to reinvest uh, and keep these doors open. I think that's a pretty admirable direction that they took and some of those profits are designed to be geared back towards assisting public safety over the next year. Mm. Well, Chief Martin, with regard to public safety, the the weather in these parts obviously can be unpredictable, even violent. And that's particularly relevant in a place where you have people who may not be accustomed to, to being out on the water, right? They're out there doing some touristy things on the lake. Um, with respect to sudden changes in the weather, are there things your department can do to, to help people stay safe out there? There are. There's, there's things that we do currently. And the city of Branson was one of the first cities in the state to be designated as a storm-ready community by the National Weather Service. And that means that we have redundant means of receiving warnings from them, uh, the opportunities to disseminate that information out uh, to the public and to our businesses, and to provide uh, public education. So backing up a little bit, uh, we have redundant means to receive the, the notifications through our, our Emergency Communications Center and through our Emergency Operations Center and through the chiefs, the executive staff of the police and the fire department that support the emergency management function here. Uh, additionally, we have multiple means of communications out to the public, including our outdoor warning sirens uh, the, that we have across the community, our smartphone apps. Uh, we have a, a system called Branson Alerts that we can send out uh, email, text messaging, and uh, uh, phone uh, calls to uh, our citizens and our businesses here. And we're also adding this year the iPods format, uh, which allows us to capture uh, cell phones that might be traveling through our community. So if you're a guest, we can uh, send out information uh, coming this year uh, to our city out to the guests that we may not know about. So well, that's interesting. That's ba factor. Based on their geography, based on where they are? Yes, based on a geographical area, we can do that. Then from the public education side is that most all of our attractions have emergency plans. When you think about uh, the weather and the, and the community and the, and the dynamics from golf courses and outdoor, the, the, the water parks and the swimming pools and the outdoor shopping and the the uh, attractions like the Ferris wheel and, and some of the, uh, the taller buildings, those uh, facilities are required by the fire code to have emergency operations plans uh, for those facilities. And we work with those businesses throughout the years to um, review the plans and exercise with them a little bit. And we provide that training too so that we uh, talk about not just fire safety and risk reduction, but the opportunity that we conclude all of our safety messages with information about the weather. And it's based on two phrases how to be informed, uh, to be informed through no weather radios, through smartphone apps, through the Branson Alert System, through the outdoor warning sirens, and then know where to go to seek shelter, to be as low and as interior as possible when severe weather happens. And so that can be as simple as if it's a lightning issue, get inside a sturdy, sturdy building. If it's a severe thunderstorm, get inside that sturdy building. And so we just keep on going down the algorithm to, uh, to be able to teach, train, educate, and encourage uh, safety here in our community every day. Hmm. Mayor Akers, your, your predecessor in that office, Karen Best, suggested that the duck boats don't need to come back. Uh, I know you, there's no lever anywhere where you can pull and make this decision, but should duck boats return to Table Rock Lake? I'm not aware of her statement uh, to that effect, but, uh, you know, someday uh, when it's it's right, it's possible. It was, a, it was an attraction that a lot of people enjoyed, uh, as I shared uh, my family enjoyed. Uh, uh, it was a tragedy. Uh, it was a, a freak storm that came through, an unusually uh, strong, strong wind. 
and we had we had modern technology in our hands. Uh, we had a lot of information in our hands, but sometimes things happen that you just can't predict, mm-hmm. and that, that was an unusual circumstance. Chief Martin, are duck boats safe? Uh, great question. I think Mayor Edgar has answered that appropriately, and uh, I'm going to backtrack on you just a little bit and just share that I've lived here for 30-some years, and I, I know that the ducks nationwide, but specifically here in Branson, have constantly improved their safety measures, specifically two topics. One is bilge pumps and redundancy in the bilge pumps. Two is fire suppression in the engine compartment. And three is a means to deploy the side curtains. And those weren't on those ducks back in World War II. And the, the motor systems and the transmissions and everything they've done to what what started from the World War II has been modernized to today's equipment. So as Mary Aker said, it's a tragedy, and it's one that was complicated by the weather and, and decisions, and that's all the investigation side, and that's beyond our scope. But we know that it has operated for years, as you said, in our community successfully and safely. And uh, I, I, too, have rode the ducks and would do it again. Mm. Yeah, and I do want to acknowledge that this is one activity in, in an area that is rife with them. Um, so, it, uh, you know, this is, this is one thing out on Table Rock Lake. Uh, I do want to thank Branson Mayor Ed Akers and Branson Fire Chief Ted Martin for joining us today. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU.